0: The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers. And do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. You're listening to the Accidental Parenthood Podcast. My name is Lenora, and I decided to interview my brother Evan about his experience as a teen dad to now being a 30-something single father of two. We go deep into the challenges of unexpected parenthood with some humor and sibling banter. So let's talk about son number two, your second child.
1: Oh boy. (laughs) Son number two. Let's go.
0: At this point, you have a four and a half year old, right? Yes. I thought you were going to get a vasectomy, then you told me you were going to have another kid. Oh. Same Mom.
1: I forget that conversation I had with that with you. I'm sure we did, but...
0: I don't know. I want to say I was house-sitting or something, because it was like a really tumultuous time in my life, too.
1: That big house that we used to... That so I was looking
0: a, after that ma- mini-mansion, which is amazing. was house to hang up. Let's walk through this. You've been a parent for four and a half years. So tell me, what was that like, finding out that news?
1: So at that point... I would have been 23 and a half, 24. I had moved back in with mom and child number one. Was it been...
0: another roommate situation?
1: Another money roommate situation, but we figured it would be nice to have the family dynamic again. Okay. So that all kind of worked out. We were like, yeah, okay. we were civil with each other. So it was a family thing. So okay. all three of us. So co-parenting together. in the same co-parenting, house. Co-parenting, same house. Okay. So I moved back in. One thing led to another. So <laughs> things are friendly again. You know all that stuff. Anyways, so at that point I was working with children. Yeah, okay. I loved it. After school care. You know, lots of kids. You know, thirty kids running around. Had a you know I love kids. You were like fun. a group counselor. Was, yeah, group counselor with another just two of us, and we'd take after school programs, all that stuff. Nothing too fancy, but just okay. to <laughs> babysit basically for until the <laughs> working parents showed up and picked them up. So the thing is, working with children, you see the good and the bad side. Yes you do. Of a lot of them at once. <laughs> so it kind of makes you ponder your decisions, do I want more kids <laughs> or do I want kids at all if you don't have kids? If you are questioning that, work with children to f- decide whether you want kids or not. hundred because... percent. Can I yeah, share ahead. my story? So
0: I, I was a violinist for a decade and I also taught violin for 10 years and I knew that I did not want to have children. At 22, I realized that I a choice and so I decided I wasn't going to have kids. But teaching, and I would go to the people's houses most of the time. Sometimes it would come to mind depending on what year. So I would see the family dynamic and the thing about teaching violin is it you get different kind of quality of parent. Like they generally have a bit of money and you see the usually traditional type families. Yeah, The violin is not a cheap instrument just to randomly throw it at your kids. So, you know, I was going into nice houses, lovely families, and for the most part, I liked everybody. But, you know, working with kids all day and you were working with kids in the group. For me, I was one-on-one. I am great with kids one-on-one. And I thought that I would be a violin teacher forever. So the thought of working with kids all day And then coming home to my own kids was like, no way. (laughs) I wanted nothing to do with children at the end of the day because I loved, I gave all of my energy to my students one-on-one, loved my time with them. We would talk about life. And learn music and play fun stuff, and you know that that was pleasurable. But the thought of having to come home at the end of the day to more kids where you're the parent, yeah. which is not you're that fun, exhausted for exactly. So that's my confirmation of work with kids to find out if you actually want. I, <laughs>
1: I totally agree because yeah, you see, everybody says, "Oh, kids are innocent." Like actually, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. You've, <laughs> you've ever been in a group of thirty kids, you can <laughs> see how non innocent they are, uh-huh. and like. Some of the things they do and you're say, know, like, holy moly! Like, mm-hmm. there's some little some schemers out there, you know. You like,
0: wonder why there's a lot of horrible adults.
1: Oh, absolutely! They start out as horrible children, and it's funny you would think. I've I've worked with fam- or you know, families and stuff, and you see these parents just it's the sweetest parents, mm-hmm. and their kids are absolute shit. Yeah, and vice versa. Yeah, <laughs> probably are, but their yeah. kids are like just well behaved, and it's like, all yeah. oh, they're they're, I don't know. It's everybody's different, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at the same time, what you're saying, yeah, you work with them. You're like, hey, I'm, you know, for me, I'm happy with just having one. Yeah. And that's when I found out about kid number two, (laughs) I was actually pretty upset about it. Oh. Because I had just come home from a shitty day at work (laughs) with kids where I, you know, they weren't listening and stuff. And I was, you know, my patience was done. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm glad you guys are getting sent to your parents because, you know, the things I want to, I, you know, get my, anyways, you know, you're making, put these thoughts in my head. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, coming home, rough day at work. And then all of a sudden, oh, by the way, uh, I'm praying again. Like, <laughs> are oh you serious? And, but that came now looking back, that came from a place of, I was more upset at myself. Just, Four. just. <laughs> Again, not being careful enough, not taking precautions.
0: And had you guys talked about having another kid? No. Prior we didn't. To this? no. You've never no, had and a No that's
1: a there's kid. a different bit of a story to that, but I won't elaborate because right, okay. out of respect. Yeah. But um Yeah, I, I we were you know, we we're just fooling around, just having fun. Okay. Like normal people should be doing. Yeah. But so uh with protection. <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah, we weren't being smart about it. We we're just going with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. There yeah, you know here here we are. But, yeah, like I said, I was not happy at all to have for a second child number two. I was – that's my mindset at mm. that point. And, yeah, I knew exactly why I wasn't because I was, I was content with just having one. Right. I was fine with that. Like, okay, yeah. perfect. This is the way it should – you know, this is nice. Decent anyways.
0: So what was – what were those months like for you mentally and, and like, emotionally um, well, leading bas- up to the birth? <laughs>
1: yeah. It was – yeah, things kind of – Went south after that, because I was like, I, I knew what to expect in a sense of, you know, oh, now I got to, you know, more money dishing out. Know, it came down for me, was it was to money. Okay. I was working at a job, which I enjoyed. Yeah. And I wasn't getting making a whole lot, because yeah. I left a job, which I was making good money at. Right. To work at this job, which I liked. Yeah. Because that's kind of where my heart was at. Oh, okay. But, you know, in hindsight, it wasn't paying enough of the bills, so it came down to money, money to support. Ideally for two kids now. Yeah. I was in a stubborn mindset, of course. I didn't want to change that. I liked what I was doing. Okay. So that ruined a bit of the dynamic tension, you know, a lot of tension. Between you and the mom. Yeah. Because, you know, that's – your kid doesn't know any better. Mm -hmm. But when you're working with somebody else, there's a compromise you have to do. And I wasn't willing to compromise at that point. So, you know, I took a lot of onus on that. I could have said, yeah, you know what? No, I got to change my job again to something that I can provide. For, but so, I wasn't ready to do that. Okay, that so point.
0: you didn't change your job? You no, sense. I just, okay.
1: and I moved out again. And I, oh,
0: just, so you left before the other kid came along? Yes, because okay. things were just... Oh, uh, the home life.
1: home life wasn't happy, okay, okay. and of course, pregnant, she shouldn't yeah. be having all that stress. Right. So okay. it was, so it was better either for... switch or leave, and yeah. I chose to leave.
0: So this time you were co-parenting, again, as usual, but separate houses.
1: I didn't have a house, but yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: Right. At that point. Okay. It was a, it was... Separate living spaces?
1: Yes. We won't. But, co- That's a different but co-parenting. Topic That's day. a different topic. Okay. All right. <laughs> but, so
0: yeah. what happened then when, okay, I guess how did you feel? Did it lighten the load, you moving out of the house? Is... No. Okay. I just
1: didn't solve the problem. No, it didn't. I, it, there was still tension there, but I had to eventually put my pride aside. I went and got a second job. Right. You know, the mom kind of set me straight a bit. I you know I still still see my old other child
0: mm-hmm.
1: normally like we did. I'd kind of back down to weekends again.
0: Right. But. And all of us go through these times where we kind of have to do whatever we do just to survive because things plans don't pan out. And suddenly you're like, okay, we got to live in a house with five different people because we all just need a room. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> so now you've got two kids or one and a half, one and three quarters, whatever. One is developing. <laughs> <laughs> and... How are you feeling like just about life in general, about about you as a person, about just existing?
1: Well, again, there's a lot of variables in that whole mind frame at that point. Was there any
0: part of life that you were enjoying, I guess, at that point? Um,
1: it's hard to say. I think I just you know I had to do all this stuff. I didn't really have a whole lot of time to like think about what I really wanted. I was just mm-hmm. it was just dealing with in the moments. Okay. and you know, having a second child away, I'm like I was like, hey, I'm starting over again. From mm. scratch, it was almost yeah. kind of like. But the first one, it was counting down. Okay, you know he's four, four and a half now. Okay, so another, you know, fourteen years. <laughs> oh then, wow! Um, okay. Oh yeah, I was there. Was I was like, hey, how much oh. more time do I have in my sentence, right? <laughs> kind of think, <laughs> and then oh, okay. number two, oh, now that eighteen years starts fresh again. Yes. Okay, just like it was, you know, a lot of work and just mm-hmm. it was basically just yeah you know, surviving. Making sure this other person's okay and mm-hmm. doing what I could. There wasn't a whole lot of time for me to like just stop and think at that point.
0: And what do you think that does to a person, or what did it do to you? Like you're at this point, you as a person, Evan, does not exist anymore. It's almost like you're a shell, you're a robot, just.
1: Yeah, like it. Luckily, cool my on. work was pretty good. Like I did enjoy where okay. I was working, so that okay. kind of helped me. But yeah, I was like, I didn't really. Th- Stop to think of who I am. I was. It was a pretty kind of messed up situation in a sense. You know, mm-hmm. technically I was homeless right for a few months there. Yeah, and yeah, like it was. I, I could have turned a lot of people honestly, but I didn't. I chose not to to get help. To get help. Yeah, okay. But I just straight. I'll, I'll push through on my own and mm-hmm. work through it. And yeah, you did. And I did. Yeah, it worked. It all worked out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was no time really to stop and be thinking, like, what do I want? What do I want? Because right. I, you know, really probably wouldn't have followed through with it anyways.
0: Kind of pushed in a corner that that way. But again, th- this is where we make choices. Like, you chose to be there for your, your kid and your kids yeah. and the mom.
1: Yeah, some of my decisions right off the bat weren't the smartest, but I, you know, I think I, well. Because so you followed it, through with it's, it. Yeah, yeah, things have followed through. I worked through it and. Now here we are Yeah, talking in a closet.
0: <laughs> it's a nice
1: walk-in closet. It's, it's small, nice but nice. Of...
0: And look at all the shoes. <laughs> I love my shoes. Focusing back <laughs> on me. Life was so weird for you and at the same time me without kids being 25. 26 life was really bizarre for me as well and i can't remember being excited about you having another kid i always say at 25 you go through a quarter life crisis yeah i went through a massive quarter life crisis at 25 the thing is is throughout all of that i never once felt that having a kid would solve a problem or give me a sense of purpose i did not know what i wanted to do i thought i knew what i wanted to do and then i tried it and that didn't work and i was like i don't know what i want to do and I saw a lot of people at that point start to have kids... Or they get to that moment where they're like, I have no idea what I do with my life. So I might as well settle down and have kids. And for me, that was like the last and worst thing I could do with my life. Because I knew that's not what I wanted. But I can see in those moments, there's a lull. You feel hopeless and there's like nothing going on. It feels like life just stops. And you're doing some random routine to keep yourself sane or pay the bills or whatever. But what do I do? And for me personally, never was having kids the answer. Also, because a few years ago, I decided I did not want them, so that helped. Second of all, I was watching you very closely, what was going on in your life raising kids and the emotional aspect of it. Yeah. And again, I loved my nephews. I was seeing nephew number one a lot. I was asking him what he thought, and I don't remember what he said. I'm sure it was some sort of cute answer, some sort of fluffy answer that a four-year-olds give. But everything was just, like, you're so in your head in your mid-20s, and it's just... It's oh, yeah. so, like all your dreams and all all your expectations and your kind of hopes of life. I don't know if you had any expectations at that point or hopes for later
1: I think or my only future. Expectation was that things will work out eventually so, oh
0: yeah I know and, <laughs> which and, is
1: not the best way to no, go but, but, but
0: sometimes that's the only thing that gets yeah, you through that's all like do. I think maybe we should talk about not we don't think be specific but just you and I were going through dark times at the same time for yeah. very different reasons yeah. yours involved kids mine didn't I mean kids weren't well yeah they were kind of the reason why you're in that dark hole so a little <laughs> in
1: little a bit. way
0: yeah I mean you had that to, you had that aspect to deal with I didn't those dark times where for me I'd have moments in the middle of the night where I just look out the window I'm like I feel like I'm in a jail and how how is my life ever gonna move on beyond what it is right now because this is not where I want to be I hate it here and I don't feel I have the resources to get out of it yeah it does it takes time but things kind of adjust and you just take one day at a time and when did things start to pick up? Did that happen before I, your second child was born? Didn't we? You and I yes. went decided to live together again. <laughs> that's what happened. Yes, that's right. Because things yeah. had gotten better. Things we...
1: had gotten in yeah. financially. I think things were slowly picking up, and I think both of us were better, coming into a better yeah. mind space yeah. and yeah. stuff. And so I was in a decent place by the time I, um, child number two was born. Okay. I uh, and things were good with me and mom.
0: How did you guys get to that point?
1: decisions I made I had to make decisions you know I was working you know working two jobs at that point (laughs) when you're expecting another a child with somebody you I only speak for myself but just like you have to do your best and Mm -hmm. hopefully you know the other person sees that and it helps them cope or helps them like hey you know yeah he's trying she's trying whatever Mm -hmm. you know okay I'm, I'm content so thing you know things were becoming more civil right and you know I was still seeing my oldest at the time you know the more time you spend Of course, like, okay, things are, you know, we're talking fine. It's all good. Right. So, yeah, things were, and that's I think that's just kind of how it just slowly evolved. Right. Because that's how we were. Yeah. We knew each other enough. (laughs) Give it some time, we'll get better again. Right. Okay. You know, it's a rocky roller coaster, but whatever. But, yeah, so by the time child number two came along, we were, like, the family dynamic was there. Okay. We weren't better, living yeah. together, but we were it was much better. Yeah. For us.
0: How was that for you personally? Did that give you a boost like in your confidence in just your overall daily life of knowing, okay, it was my family's a lot easier. Yeah.
1: I don't think it really boosted my confidence. I didn't have okay. any confidence. <laughs> I right. lost that years ago. <laughs> that was that was something I gained after thirty. Right, okay. Years and later. we're still you're we're yeah, still, you're still in mid 20s. To, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, so like okay. at least easier and more bearable to deal with. At that point.
0: Your second child is actually 10 years old now. Wow. So what would you say... To yourself now that you've had ten years of experience. From that point, With two kids. Going back to your twenty-four-year-old self, what kind of advice do you think would be would be helpful to tell that younger self, or for anyone listening who is maybe receptive of hearing something <laughs> without being preachy? Uh,
1: invest in Amazon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. <Well>, okay. That.
1: Yes. <laughs> all the. Yo, We're not, not doing you're a hot Not talk- talking important topics. Oh, no. Important no, to no. 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 I see. <laughs> Jeez. Um, no, but
0: something to help emotionally. Like, through that... Yeah. I would say
1: it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. <laughs> okay. Basically. Because it, ha- yeah. it, it did. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally and whatever. But, I mean, just... I think, honestly, I wouldn't have done anything different for the most part. Because most of it worked out. Don't put up with as much bullshit as I did. Okay. Like, yeah. set boundaries. Mm-hmm. More boundaries, kind of be more assertive. In when, dealing with... In, when it comes to family and stuff. Kind of like, don't just roll over and say oh yes don't just say yes to everything i could not say no oh. i remember and you're talking things.
0: about like to other family members coming family, in family members a okay. lot of
1: things in life but i i never no was almost a bad word in my vocabulary right cuz you're that more, point. you were more of a people, pleasing, yeah, people I want, pleaser i wanted to, okay. everybody to be happy right even when it so i sacrificed my happiness for yeah. it yeah okay so i would say mm-hmm. yeah learn to say no earlier on okay you know and yeah set boundaries and just like yeah be assertive mm-hmm and, and, and you know, within reason. Yeah. Don't let people walk all over me. Over right.
0: You. That that doesn't help for your oldest child to see that you doing that. No,
1: my oldest child like saw a lot of a lot of things that I wouldn't want to see my dad deal with. Right. Just as you know, roles were reversed. Mm-hmm. It made me upset a bit when he would see stuff like you know his dad kind of being walked over mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm like, well, I need to you you know as a father figure, you he, trying to set role, <laughs> be a role model, like. Mm-hmm. You don't want that to, them to have or have to deal with that. Right. And, you know, just I'd tell myself too like, hey, maybe grow a backbone. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get there eventually, but grow yeah. it sooner than later, you know, because you know, your mental state will, will uh, thank you. It's... it's really draining on a, on like a person. just Oh, for mentally. sure.
0: I mean, it's hard. Like right now, as we are recording this, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, not even the middle. We might be at the beginning of it for all we know. <laughs> we don't know how long.
1: What was it second, third, fourth wave? I don't it? know. Oh. Yeah,
0: like it's, it's crazy. Dealing with things as a 30-something year old with life experience, it gets easier to, to maneuver through crazy circumstances, whether you've created those crazy circumstances or they've happened beyond your control. So, you know, I know that you've, have co-workers and friends who are younger that are now experiencing pregnancy, first-time parenthood. A lot of emotions that are dealing both expected and unexpected, probably more unexpected,
1: <laughs> I'm guessing like... And a lot of things we're not talking about because I like to grill people, but they're not telling me everything. I know it. (laughs) I know it.
0: But it's okay to talk about it though because you know what it's like to not talk about it it and how that affected you. The
1: best thing you could probably do for yourself is to talk about it. If anybody out there who doesn't feel they can, like there's always somebody who'll listen to you, Mm -hmm. I would hope. Absolutely. And it's, yeah, just... Don't be afraid to talk about it or say speak your opinion. Yeah, because yeah, you bottle stuff up, you know, all that. That's honestly expressing anger anyway is not healthy. Well, I'm not talking about anger, but never always talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say,
0: even it. even if it's uncomfortable to begin with. Well, yeah, especially if
1: it's uncomfortable, because yeah, those true. are the things you probably should be talking yes. about. Yes,
0: because then it starts to become less uncomfortable the more you talk about it. That's good advice. You have been listening to the Accidental Parenthood podcast. If you would like to get in touch with us or share your own story, please email us at accidentalparenthoodgmail.com. At you can also visit our website, which is accidentalparenthood.com. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, be sure to rate and review our podcast wherever you listen, and be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.